All right, Nina, are you ready for another Iron Moms USA podcast? I sure am, Raina. You know what I'm really ready for? What? Overheard at the gym. Oh yeah, you've got to wait for that one. I know, we have an entire podcast before that, so I'm patiently going to wait. But more importantly, we're going to get just right into the questions. Well, welcome back to Iron Moms USA. I'm Ina Koppel. And I'm Raina Butler. And today we've got a great episode packed with lots of Q&As. Yes, we do. And of course, the most important part of the podcast, Overheard at the Gym. Which Raina cannot wait to get to, but we have to just wait a few minutes until at the end. I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> so question number one, here we go. Ina, when do you address nutrition with your obese clients? Ooh. Boy, oh boy. I'm really glad that we've got these fantastic listeners who are all into strength and health and training. So they want to know when to address nutrition with obese clients. Are we talking about overweight clients who are severely overweight and unhealthy? Or are we talking about clients that are just like a little bit overweight? I'm going to assume that they're severely overweight. I don't think a little overweight, we should call that obese. That would okay. be the wrong thing to say. Well, I would say that when somebody is severely overweight to the point where their health is at risk, we address nutrition first. Hmm. Um, a lot of people think that exercise is... Uh, the only solution to this problem, but because they're going to be limited uh, in the way that they can move and in their endurance, what we have to tackle first is nutrition. And so for um, most of my overweight trainees, and I've had some that have been very, uh, very overweight, um, upwards of almost 300 pounds, and uh, they could not exercise. And so we attacked nutrition first. It was the first thing that we did. The nutrition was the most important because it'll allow them to get healthier, to drop weight, and uh, to you know come out of a diabetic state or pre-diabetic, wherever they, uh, whatever they were managing um, with their health. Uh, so the first thing is nutrition, and um, along with it, uh, doing exercise. So there's two types of exercise you could do. You could do some conditioning, and then you can also do uh, some lifting. Uh, with partial movements and i would not recommend starting their uh, novice linear progression like uh, serious training because they won't be able to recover from it and they won't be able to get into positions okay so that was i was going to ask you that first okay i wanted to clarify so the first thing you're saying we need to do is get their diet right mm -hmm. no exercise yet well you know the type of exercise they'd be doing is walking okay so if you can imagine somebody who's severely overweight you know, 300 pounds plus, they're having a hard time walking, they're out of breath as soon as they walk. So the stress of walking is enough to start with. So they could either go on a treadmill uh, and, and walk and build up the endurance that way or walk outside. At the same time, uh, really going on a strict uh, regimen, nutritional regimen. Um, and the goal is as much fat loss as possible during the time that they're doing their conditioning so that they can get healthy enough to tolerate a training program. Wow. Okay. So obviously these are clients who are really yeah. severely right. overweight. Yeah. We've had clients who, um, only wanted to train in the gym when no one else was around because they were so embarrassed. Uh, they're very overweight and they're very ill. Um, we're not talking about, you know, your girl who's struggling, you know, with 180 pounds or something and she feels fat, you know, it depends on how tall they are and everything, but these were severely obese clients and they had a hard time squatting down. They couldn't bend over to pick something up. They had to sit on a bench um, in order to really perform a squat. But we're talking about people who can't even go full range of motion. And so if their size limits their range of motion, 
if their endurance, um, if they're struggling with endurance because they can't breathe because they're overweight, uh, then what we do is we start them, uh, you know, we tackle nutrition. You can always look up in the starting strength book um, on training, the overweight trainee and what they require, what they recommend there in the book. And then also Andy Baker has written a wonderful article on uh, working with overweight trainees, which we'll link into this podcast. But what they you know, recommend is a strict diet, conditioning, and then we'll do partial movements. Uh, we will start weight training and we'll use exercises like you know, the leg press, um, we'll squat to a bench. I've done rack pulls and lap pulls with clients who can't do a full range of motion deadlift. So their belly might be in the way, uh, their thighs might be too big for them to you know, assume positions. And overall, the scariest part is their inability to breathe uh, efficiently, so they run out of breath quickly, they get faint quickly. I mean, it's, you know, you know, so I recommend tackling their nutrition while they start walking, if they're that severely overweight, and then coming in for whatever they can tolerate in some strength movements, uh, you know, like a lap pull down. Like I had trainees who couldn't lay down on a bench because they couldn't get back up and they couldn't breathe when they were laying down. And so we'd have to do, you know, press some pressing first. Just get them moving get them to drop, you know, a hundred pounds as okay. fast as they can. I know you've, you've had success with clients. Yeah. I've seen you have real success. I know one of your clients, mm-hmm. she had some real, real success and it was amazing. She almost had like a full body. She wasn't yeah. thin, thin when you were finished with her. But I don't think that was ever her goal. No, she's fit. She's healthy. And the right. scary, the scary part about having overweight trainees is that, um, many of them quit because yeah. they're embarrassed and they're discouraged. And, um, they're not, when they realize, you know, that there's no quick fix to this and they've had their share of starting and stopping, what they really need is support from their families, support from their coach. They have to be in a comfortable training environment. You've got to get them onto a nutritional plan and get them moving and just really support them through the whole process. But um, those that can stick with it see tremendous health gains and quality of life gains and those who quit it made me very sad because I knew they were in, in deep trouble with their health. But you focus first on nutrition. Uh, you can work with partial movements, uh, assistance exercises, get them walking, and you know improve their endurance, uh, support them, and that's the best way to work with the overweight trainees. That's perfect. Thank you, Ina. So we actually had another question on this topic. Um, what is the best way to modify exercises with your obese clients? That's a good question. So like I mentioned, um, instead of the deadlift, since they can't bend over uh, easily and go all the way to the ground for the deadlift, what you'll want to do is raise the deadlift up uh, into the rack and do a rack pull. You can do lat pull downs since they're seated and they can take breaks in between. I would say a press is good to start with versus a bench press. If you're if you want them to be on the bench, you can do an incline bench so that they can do uh, incline bench presses uh, seated and be comfortable without having to lay down. With the squats, uh, we would squat to a box that we would raise up to a higher level. Some couldn't even um, manage sitting and standing, and so we would use a leg press. Uh, when I worked at an uh, assisted living facility, um, we had a lot of, uh, I had a lot of clients who were overweight and so we would use uh, squatting to a bench of various heights and you'd be surprised like you know a few reps would make them out of breath and so the the biggest thing you have to look for is fatigue and making sure that they are you know not becoming faint not getting out of breath really they can't tolerate a lot of stress 
So I would recommend partial movements and, and assistance exercises. I mean, look, I had some trainees that could only barbell curl because they couldn't get their arms over their head to grab the lat pull down because range of motion has been limited for so long. They're not flexible. You, you know, people are pretty much sedentary and that changes everything. And so as long as you can get them walking, uh, you start there and then you start with exercises that uh, they're comfortable with to build confidence and improve their flexibility and their endurance. And so lat pull downs, rack pulls, uh, squats to a bench, leg presses, um, you know, those, those types of things usually are, are, are successful. How do you feel about like swimming? I can't see how they do it. If they can't sit and stand three or four times off a bench, how are they going to do laps? I think that it's comfortable for them to be in a pool, uh, but like you're not really able to do it. It's anything. not enough that they're going no to be able to get stress. There's no stress. There's no stress on the bones. It'll just fatigue them. It might be nice relief off their joints, but it's more of a recovery thing, I think, rather than uh, I would start them on the treadmill walking and then start things like lap pull downs, rack pulls, inclined bench, sit and stands, that kind of thing. I like that. You know, I was like, I like what you're saying. They still have a chance. It's not over. It's only over when they quit. It's only over when they quit, right? And but like, as long as they're willing to show up, mm -hmm. you've got plenty of exercises for them, and there's plenty of things out there for people to do. Yeah, the most important thing with your obese clients is the support system and making sure that their family and their loved ones um, are on, you know, are, are on board to support them through what will be inevitably a very difficult thing because. You know, you've got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and you're going to have a lot of failure along the way and it's easy to quit. They've done it their whole lives. So you really have to be your best coach that you can be and, you know, talk to the family and get everyone on board because this is going to take everyone you've got. There's like an intervention. Yeah. And I love that about our gym. When we had our gym open, uh, whenever we had trainees who were struggling, you know, we would have team meetings and my whole team would get on board and we would all offer support and so that we knew we were all in communication so we knew when that person walked in what she was struggling with or he was struggling with and we made sure that we were all working together to helping them you know reach their goals and support them yeah pretty special right yeah it's really important in that kind of environment that everyone's on board and everyone knows what to expect because they're ready to quit on themselves i know it's so hard it is it's hard. so hard it's hard when you're a regular person to get yeah. strong yeah. I want to quit all the time. Yeah, I and know. I don't have any limitations I at notice. all. I notice, Rena, especially <laughs> in the deadlift. Oh yeah, after my squats or press or bench, I'm like, oh, see you later, gotta go. Yeah, right. Nice try. <laughs> nice try. Well, hey, those are great questions. Try right. Those are great questions, though. I will link a lot. If you remind me, I'll put in some articles into our uh, bio on the topic for those of you who are working with the overweight trainee. You're doing important work. I'll get you all the resources I can on this. Okay, so the last question came in for me, and people are asking, how do I feel about the new Cosmopolitan cover? And what was that cover? I didn't see it. Okay, so Cosmo released a new cover, and on the front of the cover, I don't want to call her a plus-size model, because to me, a plus-size model is a girl, I looked at the definition, between size 8 and 12, which is really not plus-size. Are you serious? I know, 8 and 12 is normal. But the girl on this cover was not in that size range. I'm going to say she was like a size 22 more. So this girl, I would call her obese. Mm -hmm. So they you know, they, they usually say with, with body fat percentages over 45%. This girl is beautiful. 
I want to preface with that. She is beautiful and they have her in a gorgeous workout set. Mm -hmm. So I think Cosmo was really trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Right message, wrong execution. Oh, like, well, they just, the picture wasn't right? No, no, she was beautiful. But I think they were trying to bring it from a body positive standpoint, which is really important. It's really nice to see magazines finally showing other body types of girls. Mm -hmm. But they were almost making it seem like this girl was healthy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think she is healthy. I can't say I don't know her diet and training regimen, but she I don't think a person of that size could be considered healthy. Right, unless she's got a hell of a lot of muscle on her. So what a listener wanted to know what you thought of the cover in terms of promoting... Obesity. Oh, right. I mean, you know, I'm glad that it isn't just, you know, like Kate Moss type of people on magazines anymore. However, I do think there's a problem with making it okay uh, to not take care of yourself, to... To, to be overweight to a point where it's affecting your health and to glorify that, I think, is a mistake. I think that it's hard enough to get in shape and to try to feel like you're, you look good, you feel good, to be you know regimented about your workouts, but to glorify something in the name of saying, you know, okay, it's okay to be this size. Yes, that's not the issue. It's okay, and I'm glad you feel beautiful, and it's right for everyone to like themselves, but... It, it would be also a good message to send that in addition to loving yourself, one way to do that is to take care of your health. Right, so my answer was that I preferred the Hanes commercial mm-hmm. where they showed 20 women of different color, of different size, different shapes, who all weighed about 145 pounds. Oh, that's I love that. It was like every girl looked different. There was a girl that who was like 5'2", mm-hmm. and then there was a girl who was 5'8", And that to me was a healthier version. But what I want to say is I like the idea that magazines are starting to entertain the idea of having other women on there except for like an airbrushed supermodel. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about anyone else, but I'm getting a little sick and tired of it. It's getting old. Yeah, I don't even look at it anymore. Okay. And even with ourselves, I think that this year for us was uh, we had to do some work around how we felt about uh, putting ourselves out there as non-aerobics people anymore. Um, We've really gone 100% into lifting. I've put on some weight during COVID. um, And being somebody who puts themselves out there on Instagram, taking pictures of myself, showing my lifting, showing, you know, belly fat, showing myself the way I really am, I think um, that's been something that we've had to work on. And we've had to just say, like, screw it. Like, okay, I'm a woman who's, you know, not doing all of the things I did that made me overly lean. You know, when you're putting yourself on social media all the time, you're always scrutinizing yourself. And I think we had to do some work around that now. Like I've I've put on some weight since COVID like everyone else, but I've also gotten hella strong. So that's, you know, that's one of those things we talk about. Does body weight, you know, what does body weight mean? Does it always mean that you're overweight? Body fat percentage, you know, if you're a lifter, that kind of thing gets skewed. Um, but what people have really enjoyed is the fact that I post myself how I am and that I'm in the process of, you know, getting strong. You know, belly fat, it, women are very hard on themselves about it. So I'm glad that magazines are showing it more and that it's acceptable. Um, but I think that it's really important to make sure that you don't fall into the trap of making it okay to be unhealthy. 
And for myself, like I know, I lose five pounds, I'll be cool, belly fat will go down. Um, it's not impacting my health. Um, but I think it, it's been something for you and I to work on also, that like we have to show ourselves in a new light. You know, our bodies change over time. And when we're on social media, we're conscious of the fact that our kids are watching and that other women are watching. And we don't want to be these fake people that are just, like you said, showing skinny all the time. And, you know, and that's all you're about. And that's what you're holding on to. And that's what's the ideal. For us, you know, we send the message that strength and health is important. And if that comes with a little bit of body fat because you're trying to get stronger, that's okay. But if all you're showing is that you're, you know, too lean or, or too overweight, um, I think those are problems in messaging. And I know. I wish Cosmo would just take a couple of 17-year-old girls, because that, I think, is the target age. <laughs> I know they claim for it to be older, but, you know, yeah. when I was 17, I was all in on that magazine. You sure were. Now I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know so much. Yeah. But I wish they would just take a bunch of regular 17-year-old girls, put them in the same outfit that they had this girl on. I love the bright green um, workout set. It was adorable. It's great. Put a bunch of normal girls on there yeah. without airbrushing. They should do their makeup. They should do their hair. Make them pretty mm. and put them on there mm. smiling. And I think a lot of people would relate to that. And I think that would open up a whole nother market. I agree with you. And I think it's quite necessary. But, you know, we can only do our share. We can only do our part. And that part is showing what we're actually doing, um, you know, we want to gain weight because we want to get a little stronger. Then we want to lose weight because we, you know, got some function. I mean, that's the natural process of life for everyone. And I just think that it's really important not to glorify something that should be addressed um, if it's unhealthy and not to glorify something which should be addressed because it's in the other direction where it's, you know, too skinny. It's, it's just really important that you send the right message. And the right message is this. If you're unhealthy, fix it. You know, and, and either way, either way, overweight or underweight. Absolutely. Cause both have their own problems. I mean, in fact, if you're too skinny, you're frail. No, oh, uh, don't I know about that? Mm -hmm. When I look back at my pictures, when I was teaching, mm -hmm. I, I think, why did no one stop me? I tried. I know, but I really believe that was normalcy. Yeah. And you were sick all the time. I was always sick. I even had pink eye. Like what adult gets pink eye? Well, they do. But you were always, you were always sick. You're always run down. And it's like, you could not get rid of your colds. You could not, you know. Oh my God, my cough. I had this horrible voice. Mm -hmm. you're, you were just wrecked. You were exhausted. You were overtrained. Um, part of that is due to having a job that you use your body in. I mean, and that's why we always focused on getting strong to tolerate the, the, the fitness that we had to do for work. Um, but now that we don't, we're nice and cozy. Thank God for sweats. You know, and I, I post my videos and someone messaged me like, oh, I'm so relieved that you just like show yourself I'm like, I care more about my freaking lifts than I do about a little bit of belly fat. Like get over yourself. Like I, I used to yeah, have you've these got goals. <laughs> yeah, man. Like it's a, it's really easy to lose my weight when I'm super strong versus like when I've got no muscle to put behind the effort. But, um, for the women who are struggling with body image, if you're skinny and you think you're fat, I'm sorry, just, you're not just get strong. And if you're overweight and you're discouraged and you think you should be, you know, skinnier, what you should focus on is your health. If you're, both of you should be getting strong. And for the people who are too lean, you got to be careful. You'll be injured. You'll have bone breaks. You'll have all of these other things. And, and if you're obese and you're overweight, um, you're really risking diabetes, heart conditions. Like it's important to get strong. And I think to, to, to glorify 
in either direction to sell magazines is obviously horrific. And I think the message should be, you know, strength is health. You should be and feel healthy and it shouldn't be tied to a particular number because everybody's different. Cosmo, you're moving in the right direction. You're mm -hmm. almost there. You're so close. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I think it's great that they put something different on their cover, mm -hmm. wrong message, mm -hmm. but you know what? They're close. So go ahead, just find yourself some nice, beautiful 17 year old girls, <laughs> throw them on the cover in the same outfits. And I think you'll have gotten it right. Well, I'm glad that the listeners are asking these types of questions because they're thinking about it, and they, but they know what the right answer is. I think they do. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I've waited this long. No, it's not that long, Raina. For Overheard at the Gym. Your favorite part of the episode. And what do we have today? Space Invaders. Space Invaders? Yeah. Start, like what? Like, you know, the people who like, hey, can I work in with you when the oh. whole gym is empty? Or that girl in class when like everyone's neatly in their spots and she keeps backing up on you. Space Invaders. I like that. I was like, are we watching sci-fi? What are we doing? Abs we are not watching sci-fi. <laughs> Absolutely not. Unless you consider Sex and the City sci-fi, we will not be watching any sci-fi. The Space Invader. Oh my God, that's such a, that's so, that's, I have in my mind already as you're saying it. First of all, okay, we'll talk about when people move into your spots when you're a trainee. Like when you're an instructor and you've got a space invader, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's for different reasons and it's a different ball Okay, game. let's start in the barbell gym. <laughs> okay. Because that's where it's the best. Now, as you guys know, I am a gym diva. I've never had to work out in a Globo gym. No. I've only worked out in our gym or another starting strength affiliate. So I am spoiled. <laughs> best story ever. I was in the gym, in our gym, and no one was there except for me. And someone asked if they could work in with me. I was like, what? <laughs> They're like, what are you squatting next? I'm like, 155. Oh, I'll work in with you. Oh, man. Oh, wait. We have another eight racks that are empty. Why would you work in with me? Space Invader. And that's also going to make your time go slower. In an empty gym. Oh, my God. It's like, what? Why do you want to work in with Here's someone? Here's what I couldn't stand when I was lifting and somebody would lift right behind me and, like, my butt is bumping into them. Like, why is that happening if we're both deadlifting? Can't you move over a little bit? Like, some people are just always in your space. You can see them out of the peripheral vision, out of the corner of your eye. You're oh, like, I hate that. Why is, and they're, like, waiting on you or, like, watching you. And you're like, I know you're breathing over me. This feels really weird. Can you give me some space? But in the fitness room, in the fitness aerobics room. Oh my gosh. Man. And I know anyone who's ever taken any sort of like group fitness class, whether it be spin or, you know, a dance class or a kickboxing class or a boxing class, everyone's had this experience or they've seen it mm -hmm. and it's distracting. Mm -hmm. We used to have it. I used to have it as an instructor and people would just like get up into my space and like, okay, but I got to move my arms and legs around. You're going to get hit. Like, don't they see, like, now they're past the front row. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget the front row. We used to have girls in the back invading each other's space, and then the girl would be, like, staring at us, giving us the eye, like, hey, could you move her right, over? Right, help me. Could you move her over? And can I tell you something? I, I, was, I had this one person who always would stand in, in, within, like, a foot of the other person. Now, look, we're going to be moving our arms around. We've got weights. And I finally had to ask her why. And you know what she said to me? I know, I know this yeah, is going to strike a chord yeah, here. You know why? why? She said, when I look at myself in the mirror, I don't want to have the crack of the mirror. I don't want to be in the crack of the mirror. 
Because you know how the mirror is divided into pieces. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I've just been shocked. So she used to tell me, and that's her spot, and she based it off of the crack in the mirror. And she was like four rows in. So whoever, and she would always come late, of course. Always. So she would you know, go into someone else's space just to avoid the crack in the mirror. I feel like my eyes have rolled back so far into my head and now they hurt. Can you believe that? So that was a reason that they would be space invaders. And then there are some that like, this is my spot. And so if they came late and the room was full, they still felt it was their spot, even though they're in someone else's space. And then inevitably they would spill their water bottle and piss oh, someone off. Spilling of water bottles. That's its own overheard at the gym. Don't get me started on the spilling. Okay, save it. Save and it. we're not even talking about children here. No. My kids never spilled stuff. No, I mean, no space invaders. Okay, how about space invaders in the barbell gym? When I'm benching and some guy is giving me a handoff and his nuts are in my face. I'm I mean, guilty of space invading in the bench press. I have nothing to say. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Mark Ruppetto pulled me back by my ponytail oh, for spotting Oh, that was a seminar. <laughs> so I, I used to have this one guy that would always hand off to me, but not step back. Ew. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Could you move your stuff back? Because it's in my space. No, that's not your face. That's in your face. Oh, God, gross. So yeah, so that that was that was like a big pet peeve. For How about later. like the people in boxing classes? I've seen this so many times, not just in our gym, mm -hmm. but I've gone all over the city when they think they're like professional boxers and they're like moving around the bag oh, and yeah, like yeah, yeah, working yeah. the bag. Yeah. yeah. Like even your class not hasn't started. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> you can stay in your spot. You don't have to move around the bag and get around and practice your like fancy footwork. Just stay in your spot yeah. and do the little combo. Yeah, and also wait for class to start. Right. Or the person you're... who's like doing jumping jacks before the class starts and like yeah, everyone's yeah, just trying yeah, to get yeah, yeah. their stuff and walk around. Yeah, because they're looking at their watch and they want to make sure they're getting in their calories. Oh my God, I'm so glad that's over. So, but also you used to have in your dance classes, uh. <laughs> if you, you went right, someone went left, you were getting them in your space. Those were the days. You're killing me now. You're <laughs> dance class. It's like a punch in the gut. I used to watch. I just watched Raina's eyes roll to the back and of her head. And it's like, it's always the people that don't know how to dance mm -hmm. who always push themselves to the front in a dance class. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. They're having a great time. When I go to other people's dance classes, like when mm -hmm. I go to 305 Fitness in the city, I go to the back. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, I don't know the moves. I'm going to go to 305 with you, but I'm going to sit on the floor and make fun of you. That's fine. Okay. I like really get into it. I won't even notice you. <laughs> I even do like the weights portion when they have the body bar That's that so weighs no pounds. But I, I really do it and I take it seriously. I know you do, Reina. That's why you're head of aerobics. But did you know that their body bars uh, light up? So that's why I take it seriously. They do? Yeah, they glow. Oh, that's kind of cool. So even though they're totally useless and do yeah. nothing for you. They're pretty. It's like a lightsaber. Yeah. And I like it. Random <laughs> facts. I think she misses going. I think she misses 305 a little bit. I do miss 305. But like, it's always that person. And it's actually in 305, they have dots mm. to keep people in their spots. Well, now space invaders is impossible because gyms are at 25% oh, capacity yeah. in most states and Every other machine has to be left empty. And in the aerobics room, forget it. You've got to, you know, I see everyone posting. They've got to be spread out. There's only a certain amount of people in. So space invading has been solved for now. But I don't I think don't that'll... I don't think so. You think a dot is going to solve this problem? I really don't. I think limited numbers and people will. 
Nope, still don't think so. Those, those people are those people. I remember my poor clients like giving me the eye, you know, from the room. And they're like, why is she like on top of me? I will say, though, you were really good about spacing people out. Like you could teach the class and space people out. I used to just like let them figure it out for themselves. I know. I would walk in and actually move people. I know. The and worst even is during my class, in. I'd be like, yeah, knock yourself out. Yeah, you're busy. You're busy running the class. Oh, man, that's a good one. Yeah, but like pet peeve in the barbell gym bench handoff stay out of my space pet peeve in the aerobics room when i'm working out don't spill your shit in my area because you came late and now you're staying on top of me oh and they're like can i borrow your weights i was just gonna say wait 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 you're not even you're just (laughs) now we're working out together right i don't even know you even like barbell gyms and all starting strength gyms everyone has their own equipment am i right yes 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 but there's still people like oh could i borrow that could i take that so people are very social very friendly they're very friendly and they want to like the worst is when you're squatting and you know they're over your shoulder and you're trying to think about the things you need to because the weight is heavy and they're just kind of breathing down your neck and you're like i don't really know why this is happening i hope i don't fart how about people (laughs) who like the weird people who like spot you where they like stand right behind you and they're like arms out yeah that's a space invader it's a good call that does not happen in my gym but it happens in globo gyms all over the world where people are spotting your squat from behind and they move up and down with you and i saw one time like this dude was like almost hip thrusting forward but it was the whole thing was so my husband always said if he could do that like that he's gonna get into starting strength and start working out with me. And I'm like, no, no, no. We have these things called safeties. That's right. We don't need you. We don't need you. We got safeties. Back it up, buddy. Back up. Oh man, that was awful. I'm so glad I don't work out in regular gyms anymore. I could never, I could never, I could never, because guys are always offering to spot you. And you're like, of course. You're like, no, I'm good, man. Like, I'm good. Step back. Step back now or else. (laughs) Right. Or else. That was really good. Space Invaders. I like that. We're, I know. You thought it was going to be like a sci-fi episode. That's no right. Way. We're going to title it that. We're going to title it this episode. The Space whole Invaders. episode? I think so. I think it's worthwhile. I think all of our listeners are listening and they know somebody that's been in their space at one time or another in their fitness career. I know. As an instructor or as a trainee. That's right. And the only person, well, it's not a person, but the only ones who get in my space now are the dogs. You know what? That's not the worst thing, right? No, Iggy's always in your squat rack. I know. No, he doesn't. The squat rack, okay, he loves when I bench for some reason. That's true. I don't know why. He is. We'll post that picture. He's, He's a space invader. He's always on my lap. Yeah. Iggy is a freaking space invader. But that's okay. Dogs are okay. People, Absolutely. on the other hand, well. Hmm. Yeah, not so much. Yeah, don't be a space invader. Yeah, don't. <laughs> not even husbands. Well, I want to thank you guys for submitting your questions. Um, we always have a great time interacting with you guys on Instagram. If you want to reach us, you can go to Iron Moms USA on Instagram. Uh, send us some DMs. We're happy to answer all of your questions. You can also find us on ironmomsusa.com. And you know what? While you're at it, could you guys go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and give us a five-star rating? Yeah, we really need some reviews. It's like a digital high five. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, and then we'll give shout outs to the reviews. Yes, I would love that. We're going to start to read some reviews on the next episode. Oh, I like that. Apple Podcast. Okay, fine. Yeah, I love that. Digital high five, everybody. Go ahead, sign (laughs) on and do that. Thanks for joining us today. Bye, everyone. Bye.